Hey everybody, welcome back to the Way Ramen Podcast. In today's episode, we sit down with another Japanese chef. He goes by the name Ramen Kaonashi on the internet, which roughly translates to no face ramen or ramen no face because he doesn't show his face in his videos. He operates a ramen shop in Singapore and has been making ramen professionally for over a decade now, working in various shops around Japan. He also has a YouTube channel by the same name where he shares his recipes for making real Japanese ramen, and he does all these videos in English, so check it out. In this episode, he shares his thoughts on operating a ramen shop outside of Japan, how to make good ramen, and he shares a phenomenal tip at the end of the interview, which might be the best tip ever provided by a guest ever on this show. As with all our Japanese guests, Backyard Ramen is back for translation duties, and as always, she did a great job. So without further ado, here is Ramen Kaonashi. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Yoroshiku onegaishimasu. Okay, so could you start off by introducing yourself to everyone? ラーメン屋で働いていますね。4店舗ほどラーメン屋で修行した後に、え、ちょうと so hi, I'm Kaonashi. I have a YouTube video. Um, I've been working at in ramen since I was 18. I've been working for 16 years and I have been working there in four shops. And then five years ago, I went to Singapore with a and had a friend in which we both decided to open up a shop there. Great. So could you tell us how you became uh, or how you got into making ramen or working at ramen shops? I know you said that you started right out of high school, I think 18. So could you tell us how you got into the world of ramen? えっと、ラーメンの世界にどうやって入ったんですか? 普通に日常生活でラーメンがあったんですけど、大学大学生ですね、18歳の時に、あの、ラーメン屋でバイト、アルバイトを始めて、そこでまあ、その、どういうふうにラーメン作ってるのかみたいな経験して、すごい楽し
まあそうですね今そこであの今シンガポールでやってるのはパイタンで出してますねパイタンラーメンですね鶏と豚骨のミックスですとそれはそのニーズとしてやってるか自分が単純にそれが得意からやってるかどっちなんですかニーズですね完全に自分が、はい、自分が本当にその得意というか好きなのはまあ賃貸賃貸系なんですけどまあその海外の人、まあ、シンガポールは特にそうなんですけどやっぱりあのパイタンが人気なんでそこをやっぱりあの売っていかないと、まあ、仕事にならないというか、うん、はいわかりましたえっと So、um, I specialize in tonkotsu and chicken python and that's just what I make in Singapore because that's the main needs of the people there I personally like chintan and that's what I'm really good at but You have to make ramen based on the needs of the people that are going to eat it. So,、ah, it's interesting that、uh, Python is so popular in Singapore. I would have thought maybe Chintan's more popular too. So, that's interesting. Okay.、Um, what are the differences between ramen shops, say in Singapore, versus ramen shops in Japan? Ramen is the same as Singapore. まあ、海外はどこもそうだと思うんですけどラーメンをそのラーメンっていうジャンルというか日本食ジャパニーズレストランとして売り出しているってところがもう本当そこは一番大きな違いですねその日本みたいにそのラーメンに特化した店というよりかは、まあ、いろんなサイドメニューとかいろんな商品を売って、うんまあ、まあでも名前はラーメン屋ですけどでももういろいろやらないと。だお,お寿司とか売ってる店もあるんで、まあ、そういう日本のレストランの一括りとしてその日本人からしたらその、まあ、今日イタリアンに行こうよとかイタリア料理食べに行くみたいな、まあ、そこにパスタがあるみたいなそういうかん、うん、感じのイメージでこっちの人たちは捉えてると思いますねそこは違いですね。Okay. So the biggest difference between a shop, a ramen shop in abroad in general and compared to Japan is that Japanese、uh, ramen is defined or classified as a Japanese restaurant. People go there to not only eat ramen, but they also sell different types of Japanese items, food items like sushi or other Japanese food. Whereas in Japan, it's quite specialized where they only serve maybe ramen.、Um, so I guess it's similar to how Japanese people go to Italian restaurants where they just don't go there for just pasta, but they get other stuff. So, how do you balance、um, the costs of operations and the ingredients and selling the bowl of ramen? Like, how much can you sell it for? If you can talk about all that kind of stuff,、um, you know, like what is it like to operate and balance your costs in Singapore? So, Singapore and the Mise of Motsudoki, no, Unio, Toka, Sono, Genka, Toka, Dono Yoni, Dono Yoni, Balance, Stella, Atto, Sono, Ipani, Taiste, Dono Grande, and the Uranaito, Uriage, Diaki, Naru. So, Singapore, Yachinga, Sugoku, Takai, no, De, Sono, Nihon, to, Ichiban, Ketedikin, Chigato, Mosono, Yachin, no, Takasa, Desn, Atto, Dame, Ipai, no, Nedam, Mo, 日本と違って、えー、大体13ドルから15ドルまあそのチャーシュー麺とかにしたら20ドルとか、まあ、シンガポールだらですけど行っちゃう時もある売ってる店も全然ありますでも逆にそれで売らないとその家賃が高すぎるんであとその素材とかも日本,日本から輸入したりするものはコストがやっぱりかかっちゃうので
その,そのくらいで売って原価はまあでも 30% そこは日本とここまで変わらないと思いますね、はい、逆にそれ以上コスト上げてやっちゃうともうあの経営できなくなっちゃいますねえっとい今シンガポールでドルでと日本円の、はい、どのくらいですか1ドル今で75円ぐらいですね。えー、そんなに安いのか、シンガポール。そうですね、昔はあの結構高い時もあって、90円ぐらいの時もあったんですけど、今もすごい下がっちゃってます、ね。うんなるほど、じゃあ1200ぐらいか、原価。そうですね、1200円、1500円のやつもスペシャルとかでいろいろトッピングつければ、そういうのもありますね。でも大体でもみんな、うん、13ドル、14ドル、15ドルとかぐらいかな。それプラス、あとはあのサービスチャージ。もう 10% レストランなんでつきますね。うん、まあでも、あんまり日本の東京のラーメンと変わらないね。あ、そうですね。東京よりもちょっと高いぐらいですね。少しもうほぼ一緒か、ちょっと高いとか、そんなもんですね。はい、わかりました。So in Singapore, there's two main differences compared to like shops in Japan. One is that the rent is super, super high. So obviously you have to price the ramen a bit higher.、Um, the other one is the, the pricing would be quite different for, compared to Japan.、Um, this isn't the case for Tokyo, but in general, in Singapore, you charge a bowl from $13 to $15. You might charge、uh, this is Singapore dollars, and you might charge $20 Singapore dollars for like maybe a chashu men. And then on top of that, you add the service charge of 10%. But in general, like the I guess cost of goods to create is similar to Japan, where it's best to. Hold it at 30%. And if you go beyond 30%、um, of, the, of the cost of making the noodles from ingredients,、um, you can't really continue doing the shop because rent is just too high. So if you do the conversion of the ramen bowl from $13 to $15, it's about like $1,200 to maybe $1,300, yen. So comparable to maybe some like High end Tokyo ramen bowls. So you're in Singapore now. Has you know, the coronavirus and things affected the shop that you're working at? And has it changed a lot of things since then? Coronavirus, the mise to ka, ekyo sarete imaska? Yeah, mo kanzen dai damage this. Nima Singapore, sono, ma lockdown, and circuit breaker, ga hatsu ste, sono, in shock ten wa, sono, take away, and mochkari, mochkari da geska, もうラーメンは持ち帰りってあんまりそのまあ美味しくなくなるじゃないですか。と、うん、いうのでそのまあ人人他の人たちもそのレストランに行くんだったらまあその他のローカルフードで安いのとかあるんでそこで持ち帰りとかしちゃうんでもう本当今持ち帰りとデリバリーのみっていう感じでやってますね。もう全然もう大,大打撃って感じです。<笑><笑>はいえー、so it's really, really, really bad. <laughs>、um, so basically, in Singapore, it's a big lockdown, and so all the restaurants aren't, are only allowed to do takeout,、um, especially with ramen. It's not very good as a takeout menu, and it's slightly expensive. So most of the locals, locals will prefer to go get other foods that are much cheaper. 
than going ramen. But right now, as a shop, even though we're affected, we only provide um, delivery. Wow. It's kind of similar to America. So in America, I see a lot of shops doing like kits. I don't know what, how you say that inあの、So in Japan, there's a natural um, understanding and culture where if you, a lot of people, if you purchase a ramen kit, they know they would normally just make it at home. But in Singapore, it's quite different because they don't have a culture of making food at home. They go out and eat. So it's quite hard to sell a ramen kit for them to take home to make it. They prefer to have something that's already made. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's talk, talk, talk a little bit about your YouTube channel. What made you want to start your ramen YouTube channel? えっと、なぜ<笑> 検索<笑><笑> あの、勉強な、勉強なるという言い方おかしいですけど、ちょっとみんな知ってくれてたら面白いんじゃないかなっていうのでスタートしましたね。started I started uh, making ramen videos because when I was looking on YouTube, I was trying to check if there were anyone that was creating English content and looking at the results of YouTube, um there weren't that many you would say legit Japanese style ramen. So I figured that there might be a audience who were interested in how to make like Japanese style ramen. So that's how I started it and I thought it might be fun. Oh, I see, I see. So that's why you're doing it in English, not in Japanese. Yes, yes. Ah, yes. I see. What um are you filming these videos at your restaurant or at home? Where where are you filming? 
していますあのか変えましたね途中で最初、うん、最初の方はもう家で完全にやってたんですけどそのまあ店で時間ある時に作ったらまあまあその時間を有効に使えるかなっていうので店でやることもありますねそっちのスタイルに今変えていってます So in the beginning I filmed at my house but since it took a lot of time Um, I eventually shifted towards filming at the shop since I'm always there, anyways. So, anytime there is like any low time or free time in the shop, I would just make the videos. And I noticed that in your videos, you don't use MSG or any kind of things like that. Is there a reason that you choose not to do that? Video that Umami Chomirio is got the nine rushing the schedule, so the Nanikan of you took a hike, Arimaska. Ah, so this, yeah, I know, ma, so no. うまみ調味料を使うと、まあ、美味しくなるんですよねその美味しくなるというかその、まあ、食べれるラーメンになるんですけどでもやっぱりねその MSG 使うとそういう味になっちゃうんですよその,あの素材を生かしたラーメンを作ったりとかそのやっぱそこのテクニックっていうのが多分ラーメンの面白いとこであると思うんで、まあ、そこをちょっともっとあの、まあ、教えていけたらなっていうので。So, MSG makes like ramen or foods very delicious, but the problem with MSG is that it ends up tasting like MSG. And the half the fun of making ramen is to optimize the flavors of the ingredients you have. So, therefore, the videos I do make on YouTube are. Representing that type of technique and how you can enjoy the actual ingredients that you put into your ramen. So, in your definition, what、um, do you think makes a good bowl of ramen? そこに愛がこもってるかどうかですね。もうその料理全般だと思うんですけど、その作り手がその情熱、パッションですね。情熱を注いで作ってるかどうかでもう決まりますね、僕の中では。じゃあ代わりに、誰かめちゃくちゃまずいんだけど、100%、150、200% の愛情入れたらうまいって見て、ラーメンになるんですか<笑><笑>まあそのそういやそんなこともないですけどやっぱ味はけど、まあ、そこは最低限クリアというかそのでもまあその結局ラーメンっていろんなスタイルがあってその人それぞれなんですよねそのこれ自分が美味しいと思ったら、まあ、その他の人がまずいって言ってももうそれはいいわけですよ完璧なんですよねその人にとってはだからその人々その,その人それぞれのまあ好みというか、そこがまあ面白いところでもあるんですけど、まあでもやっぱ一番重要なのはやっぱ情熱ですね。本当にそこだと思います。はい、一番の質問です。<笑>すいません。<笑>味はでも最低限ですよ。最低限。最低限。<笑>そ,こそこはもうスタートラインですね。ああ。そこからですね。<笑> so um the most important thing for A good ramen, in my opinion, is like adding love into it or passion into the ramen. So, as long as you put a lot of passion into it, that is like what makes a good ramen. After you reach the baseline 
of making a decent bowl of ramen. So even if you make, if someone puts like 100 or 200 or 300% passion and they don't make a good type of ramen, <laughs> as long as they make the baseline ramen of a decent ramen, it could still be a really good ramen because people have different preferences. And the, one of the nice things about ramen is they have different types of styles and different ways of expressing yourself and what you like. So yeah, passion and getting a decent bowl of ramen. <laughs> For people outside of Japan, and maybe you experienced this in Singapore, who can't get a lot of uh, Japanese ingredients, like how would you recommend them go about making ramen outside of Japan? やっぱりね、日本の食材がいいと僕も思っちゃうんですけど、まあでもそこの国でしか、まあ手に入らないものをまあ有効活用というか、その例えばシンガポールだったらその醤油がそこまでいいのが手に入らないわけですよ。その本
So to go to the first one, uh, making a lot of ramen is really important because even though you can't make a really, really good ramen the first time around, after making a lot, you get to start to understand what are the basic components and then you start having an image of what ingredients will, what could be combined and what type of flavors can come out of it. So it only comes to practice. Um, the other one is eat a lot of different types of food. And um, if you eat a lot of different types of food, it actually gives you some inspiration and ideas. And that can be translated into how I would make that dish into a ramen. And thinking about that, like what are some of the big differences between making ramen at home versus making ramen at a restaurant? え、それはあの、自作、自作ラーメンとかじゃなくて、自作ラーメンでってことですかね。そうですね、自作ラーメンとまあ本当その黒で店を建てたの違い。もう量量が違いますね、一番もうその100人分作るのか200人分作るのか
みたいに自分の店をやってでなるべくそのタレにうまみをなんかいっぱい入れるっていうことの概念として言ってたので両方正しいであると思うんですが、えー、と顔なしはど,あどういう考えなんですかそうですねあの僕はタレはその塩分その塩分じゃないですかその塩気を足すそれプラスそのうまみであったり甘みであったりあと苦みとかもそうですけどそのすべての要素を足してそのスープに足す感じですねそのいろいろうまみはうまみは絶対あった方がいいと思いますねそのうまその醤油だけでそのあのスープ割って美味しいラーメンっていうのはもうスープがもうすっごいもうまみが凝縮されてるスープなんですよそれで作るのはすごい難しいテクニックもいると思うんでその最初の自作ラーメンでやるときはタレもタレにちょっと甘みであったりとかうまみであったりっていうのを足してやるっていうのが多分まあいいと思いますね最初は。So um I for my tare it's a balance between、uh, salt umami bitterness and some sweetness so that's what type of、um, Tare would be used for the ramen. So, for someone that's trying to start out making their own home, home ramen, trying to extract all the umami from just bones and meat for the soup is quite hard without technique. So, if you're starting off,、um, a, a good way to make pretty good ramen is to start putting the flavors into the tare. Speaking of which, this is not in the question list, Maloka, but so there's been a lot of discussion in the ramen Discord. I have a community. Chat room for ramen making in America. Do you feel that there is an, there's just one way to make ramen, or not just one way, but is there like a best way to make soup and a best way to make noodles and a best way to make this? Or is it really up to the chef and what the chef wants to do? So,、um, well, he understands it. So, the ramen discord is a chat room. 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 たくたち集めて議論してるんですけど、個人的にはそういうあのなんか一番いいラーメン作り方あるかないかっていうところを聞きたいです。ああ、まあ、いいより正しい作り方あるかっていうところの。ないないですね。結論から言うと、<笑>そのそこはもうあの人それぞれのあのラーメンラーメン道というかそのラーメンの道があるんで、そのその人がもう正しいと思ったらもう。それで、OK、なわけですその他の人がそれは違うよって言われてもまあ明らかにおかしいとかだったらまあわかるんですけどでも大体そのラーメン作っていく上でそのそうですねその自分の自分のや,やり方で例えばその何を使ってもいいしどんな素材を食材使ってもいいと思うんでまあそこがラーメンの面白いところだと思ってるんでその、まあ、正しいやり方っていうのはそこまで気にする必要はないですねはっきり言ってその自分のやりたいようにやるのが多分一番面白いそのそれこそクラフトラーメンは特にそれが一番面白いところだと思います。I don't think it matters like there isn't really a best way it's just how it's kind of like a story of the person、um, how you make it it's your path of how you learn how to make ramen so you can use any of your methodology or any ingredients that's what makes ramen so fun as long as you just follow the general underlining、uh, concept of methods of making ramen it's basically 
anything you want it to be. That kind of leads me to my next question where um, as a Japanese ramen chef, who's actually now in Singapore as well. So um, what is more interesting personally for you? Like if you were to go to a country or to an area and people there are making ramen with the local ingredients and in that style using the flavors of that area, or would you rather see them trying to make Japanese style ramen or the Japanese flavors? Like, I'm kind of curious which one is more interesting to you. どっちがあの日本日本のラーメンあ海外風というかその海外風にアレンジしてるラーメンにそこまで多分出会ったことがないんで全部その日本のあの日本のラーメン屋さんであったりとかなんでそのローカルの人がオープンしてっていうのをあ
、えー、と好きなタレの種類となぜ、えー、僕は醤油が一番好きですね。その理由は僕があのその小さい頃から食べていたので<笑>っていう理由です。そこは日本人ですからって言われる。<笑><笑>いや、そんなことないです。北海道とかその北の方に行くほどその味,噌味噌の比率が上がってその南に行くほどその醤油に変わるみたいな説もあるんで、うん、その僕関西なんでその醤油が好きですね,そうですねじゃあドヤ顔で関西のなので日本人なので<笑><笑>醤油が好きですってどうですかそう,そうですねそこそ,そうですまさにそうです<笑><笑>その通り<笑>そう、通訳しちゃいますよ。いやいや,いや、やめてください。小さい頃から。わかりました。わかりました。えっと、そう、あん、I like shoyu and it's mainly because that's what I've been raised on, that's what I've been always been eating as a child, so I prefer shoyu. Okay, okay.、Um, Foodie Tinam asks, Um, where did the boundaries end for ramen? So, what he's asking is, and this is a question that we talk about a lot in our ramen community is, at what point does it stop being ramen? And at what point is it just something completely different when you're making a ramen recipe? Ramen, the dono se ma de ikeba ramen, anoka, sere ijo koeta ramen janai tiu, ma tegi wa no hen nanska. Ah, wa, ma. 僕の中ではそこまではあのあんま気,に気にはしないんですけど、まあ、一般的な定義で言えばその麺,麺,で麺が違うっていうのでその例えばうどんのだしにうどんのスープにラーメンの麺を入れたらもうそれでラーメンになるしそのラ,ーメンラーメンの麺を使ってその、まあ、ド,ライドライヌードルを作れば、まあ、それもラーメンでいける。定義,定義できると思いますね、一般的には。麺の違いだと思います。うん、じゃあ、代わりにラーメンの味するんだけど、その乾水の麺ない場合はどうなんですかあそれでもラーメンでいいと思いますね。その乾水なしの、乾水なしでラーメンあの売ってる店も日本に全然あるんで、そこはそのそうです、ね、個人のあれだと思うんで、ただまあ、その一般的なカテゴリーとしてはそのか、まあ、感性が入ってるっていうのが、まあ、みんなの認識でみんなのっていうか、まあ、そのラーメンっていう認識で大,、まあ、大丈夫ですねその定,義定,義定義としてはでもなくても大丈夫です自分がラーメンだと思えばそれはラーメンです<笑>なんか私と似てるような定義だね<笑>えっと So what makes ramen is、um, there really isn't a In my opinion, it's not really a big like, line, but as an overall category, and, and like, what people understand is any ramen that uses the kansui noodle is technically ramen. So you can have soupless ramen, or you can have like, udon soup with ramen noodles, and that would technically still be ramen. But it really ends up becoming your own interpretation because there are shops in Japan that do provide ramen that don't have kansui. And that's still considered ramen. So it's your interpretation ultimately. But if you want to be a bit more specific, it would be any new,、uh, ramen or bowl with、uh, ramen noodles. Yeah, I really, I've, I've been really feeling recently that 
people outside of Japan sometimes become a lot more strict with their labeling of what's ramen and what's not ramen. So it's kind of always interesting to ask Japanese people their opinions because it really feels like in Japan there isn't too many rules for this. ま、そうですね。でもまあ、それを言い出すとそのまあラーメンはもうその中国から入ってきたものなんで、そのそれこそあのこう手で手で伸ばすラーメンのラですよね。伸びるっていうのが語源になってるんで、まあそのあんまり
、うん、液体と粉乾水あるんですけど麺を作る場合はえっとまあなんだろうどっちがいいか、えー、とどのように使い分けすればいいかとか教えてもらえますかそうですねそこはもう両方ともういいとこもあればいいとこあると思うんですけど僕の場合はもうあの液体じゃなくて粉でやって、まあ、その時の,そのラーメンの,そのスープに合わせた麺を作るのでちょっと量は変えたりっていうのはありますけどでも大体まあ、全体の 1% から 1.5% ぐらいであのいけると思うんでそこまでその液体だからこうとか粉だからこうっていうのはそこまで気にする必要は僕はないと思いますねその作る時の差って感じられますかあの液体と粉ああいやそこまででも液体自体はそこまで僕使ったことないんで1回か2回ぐらいしかないんで、うん、そのほぼ粉でやってるんでそうですねそこまで感じたことはないかなないですね、うん、そこまで気にする必要ないんじゃないですかね。Okay. So、um, both are good options to use for making ramen it's just how you want to make it so in general、um, it's just Yeah, you just put like one to 1.5% of the kansai into noodles, and、um, you, you adjust the amount of、uh, kansai you use depending on the noodles you want to make to match the soup. But personally, I don't think there's much of a difference. I didn't see a difference when I did use kan-、uh, the liquid kansai, and I've only used that one or two times, but I didn't see much of a difference.、Really. Most of the time, I just use the powder. Okay, so all you need is. Lavage, I think that's how you say it, this username,、um, asks, Are you strict with using water with low calcium content? And I'm thinking he's, this person is referring to soup making, right? What did you get from you think that? I, so I think it can be both. Oh, both, no, both. noodle making or soup making? Okay. Yeah. So I think it's like asking whether how important the water is. Okay, okay. But I don't know. We'll just ask just, both. Yeah. Just... えっとなんかそのラーメン作る時の使用。使用する水ってどこまで重要なのかっていうところあってあの蒸留水とかちょっとカルシウム入ってるとかいろいろあるんですけどそれに対してどう思いますかえー、っとねそうですねクラフトラーメンでやる分に関してはそこまで気を気にしなくていいと思うんですけど本当にもうそのもう素材全てもう全ての素材こだわってやるってなればその水をあのこだわってる店も日本にはいっぱいたくさんあります。そこまでこだわってやるってやってるっていう店もあると思いますけど、まあ普通に作るのであれば、まあそこまで気にする必要はない。まあそのシンガポールもその日本に比べるとその水は良くない、その何を基準に良くないっていうのがわかんないんですけど言われてるんですけど、でもそれでもまあ僕普通にラーメン屋やってます。まあもちろんその浄浄水かけてるんですけどね、フィルター通したら使ってますけど。うんそ,のそこまでそこまでストイックにやりだすと多分もうその店オープンできちゃうぐらいの情熱だと思い,思います。<笑><笑>そこまで気にしなくていいかなっていうのはその本当にもうこ全部全てのこの素材をこ,こ,はここから引いてこの素材はここってもう全てをもう全部気にし考えてやるのであれば、まあ、そういうふうにやって。てるお店も日本にはあります。ありますね。それすごいと思うし。はい
<laughs> There's a lot of really obsessed people making ramen outside of Japan. <laughs> I don't think it's that much of a big deal.、Um, you can make pretty good ramen without being caring too much about the water. But if you want to be very meticulous and very detailed oriented and want to pay attention to every single ingredient you put into your ramen bowl, then yeah, the type of water you use is important.、Um, it doesn't really matter how you want to make it, but it's just how、uh, whichever. Whatever type of、uh, soup or water you want to use to get to whatever you want.、Um, for me in Singapore, we actually use the filtered water. So we put the water through the filter and we use that ramen. We still make good ramen. So it's important to the fact that you make good,、uh, a good ramen bowl, but it's not to the point that you have to be meticulously and so focused on what type of water or you use. I think people get tied up on a lot of these ingredients and things. It's kind of interesting.、Uh, there's probably people in Japan that are similar, so it's not a it's not a country thing. So Indra X Kaya asks,、um, "How do you make halal ramen?" And I'm I'm I know I get this question a lot on my YouTube channel as well. Where what are some replacements you can use for alcohol and median so sake and median for people and、uh, pork? Because a lot of people. Muslims can't use these things like alcohol and pork and things. So, what are your recommendations for doing that? So, halal ramen, scurikatana. This is a good thing. So, 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 this is a good thing. 美味しいタレって多分あのできると思うんでそれこそもうそのあのシュガー入れたりまあ僕蜂蜜とかよく結構使ったりするんですけど、うん、そういうので甘さを補ったりあのまあフィッシュソースとか使えると思うんでそこで他のもので足していく感じでやれば問題問題なくそこはそういけると思いますね。ちょっとまあ酒をタレに入れる理由としたらあ,のあんまり理解してなくてその味の酒の風味を出すためぐらいしか思ってないんですけど、はいはいはいはい、そういう理由とかあるんですかそうですねまあそのまあ料日本の基本料理の基本として結構<笑>皆さん使ってるんでみんな使ってるんですけどまあそう味にもう一番前提としてはその味に深みを出すためですねそ,のそこまでまあ、あと匂い消しとかにあの臭み消しっていうのもありますけど、うん、そのそこそこですね味味すごい変わりますよでもやっぱりその水水あのインスタントラーメンのラーメンあの水にボイルウォーターに酒入れて作るとすっごい美味しいインスタントラーメンできます、ね、<笑> I've heard of that actually <笑>味が違いますよねその深みが出ますよね、うん、その違いで,すね、でも、ハラルラーメンの場合は他で補うことはできるんで、豚アル,アルカホール使わなくても、そのまあ、だしとかは全然使えるから、そこでうまみを補強はできると思います、全然。So,、um, for halal ramen, you don't have to use alcohol, mainly you can find a substitute、um, ingredient like for meeting, you can just use sugar or、um, miso to get like the sweetness and the umami flavors for alcohol. You just don't need to use alcohol. You can find a substitute, any other ingredient substitute.、Um, but in general, like I, I asked, like personally, ask what the 
the importance of alcohol in tare was. And basically what sake is there for is in Japan, um, a lot of restaurants or cooks use sake as a way to take away like the smelliness as well as add depth to flavor. So if you put sake in instant ramen, it makes it super delicious apparently, but you don't need it for the tare and you could just make uh, your haral ramen tare with any other ingredients that fills with a lot of umami components like maybe dashi. Is, is honey halal? Because I know that he said he uses honey. I don't, um, I'm not familiar enough. I think it is, right? Yeah, it is. Okay, yeah. So he said honey as well. You can use that to sweeten. All right. Um, this is a really <laughs> specific question, but Mr. Riff R93 asks, do you have a recipe for totori gyukotsu ramen? あります so I haven't personally made tottori style gyukutsu ramen. I've made gyukutsu ramen before, but not the tottori style. Um, I've only had it once in the past, so I'll try to make a video of it, but we'll see how well I can represent or recreate those flavors that I had a long time ago. Um, Nama Japan TV asks, have you ever done ramen with exotic meats or bones like deer or wild boar, etc., etc.? ジビアラーメンはい。っていう問題はあります。日本で挑戦しなかったんですか？そうですね。日本いる時もそこまで挑戦しなかしたいと思ってなかったですね。その時はもうひたすらベーシックなのをやり続けてたんで。っていう感じかな。はい。So I haven't done any of those exotic meat bones before because one in Singapore there aren't a supply for those unlike Japan. Japan, but too, like while I was working in Japan, I didn't really venture out into those that type of um, game bones. So it'll be interesting to do, but just don't have the means for it right now. Okay. And uh, the last two questions were, for, they're basically the exact same question that came in from two different people, but um, from Reed and Passalong and I am Mzungu both asked the exact same question. What base is best for miso ramen? And they both have only used tonkotsu ramen before. It, it was the exact same question from two different people. So, um, your thoughts on that, I guess. えっと、味噌ラーメンに一番合うスープは何ですかで、そのリスナーたちは豚骨しか使ってないらしいので、どう思いますか魚、魚ですね。魚介系ですね。多分。はい。それ、そこに、あの、例えば豚の、
もともと味噌汁で使う味噌ってその魚の出汁に溶いてるじゃないですか、うん、それが一番そのあのみ日本人みんな好きなその食べ方というか味噌のもともとの使い方ってそこなんで魚が合いますねやっぱりもうだいぶうまみがギュッときますね僕の中では魚いいと思います、はい、そこに酒を入れてるんですかそこに味噌汁には酒は入れないですけど、ね、<笑>まあまあもちろんラーメンにはラーメンには入れますね<笑>味噌だれの中にはそうですね酒も入れますし<笑>はい。Personally, I think if you put fish with miso, it is like an umami bun in your mouth.、Uh, that's really cool. Yeah, the best miso ramen I ever made was that. It was like a pork and fish soup. So that was an accident, but it's validating. Cool. With、um, alcohol? Yeah, with alcohol, of course. <laughs> yes, of course. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is like an off the topic question, but is making ramen popular in Singapore amongst people, local people there? Are there a lot of people that are making ramen there? Okay, that was the last listener question. Do you have, I would like just any kind of general tips for people making ramen at home? What's like the best way to, I mean, I, you've already answered some things, but just any, if you have any words of advice for people trying to make ramen at home. はい、そうですね、最初,初めはもうそのあの身を見まねというかそのいろいろ調べてその作,る作ってみてそこにそのあの MSG も用意しといていいと思うんですよ、その隣にそのタレとかには入れずにそれで自分で作ったラーメンを食べてみてでちょっとうまみ調味料足してそこで飲んでそれであすげえおいしくなったおいしくなったっていうんだったらそのラーメンにはうまみが足りてなかったっていう結論が出るんで次そのネクストタイムその作る時にうまみをもっとその昆布使ったりだとか他のその素材を使ったりとかでうまみを補強してそこに入れてあげればその MSG は必要ないっていうことになるじゃないですかだからそこのいつもその最初自作ラーメン作る時はその初めての人とかは特にそうだと思うんですけどお MSG も用意しといて入れてしまえば、その一回食べ、普通に食べてみて、ちょっと、あの、ノーイナフっていうんだったら、ちょっと入れてみて食べて、すごい美味しくなった。そこはうまみが足りてない。だ多分そこがスタートラインだと思うんで、最初はみんな多分うまみが足りてないんだと思います。僕の経験からしても。私も思います。はい、<笑>難しいですよね。<笑>そうですね。はい So,、um, my biggest advice would be to not only just look up the ingredients, but when you do make a bowl of ramen, have some MSG on the side to add、um, to the bowl when you're test- testing it. So,、um, when you, this, the MSG is important because it teaches you whether your bowl is lacking umami. 
components or not. So if you eat the ramen and it seems slightly lacking, and if you add the, the MSG and it tastes really good, that means that you didn't add enough uh, umami into your bowl. So next time when you do make another ramen bowl, maybe add some more umami components like kombu or fish or katsuobushi, any type of thing to up the flavors and to the point where you can the MSG, it still tastes good without the MSG. And even if you add it, it's like, eh. but yeah, that's my biggest recommendation. That's like your starting line of like start making good ramen. That's, that's a really, really good tip. And that's the first time I've heard it too. So thank you so much for that. Um, do you want to tell people your restaurant or are you trying to keep it a secret in Singapore? Do you want nobody to know who you are? Or? Uh, Okay, so um, could you tell people where they could find you online, YouTube and Instagram? And... Online, how do you find it? YouTube, ramen, kaonashi, and Instagram. Okay. So you can find me on YouTube and Instagram. Just search for Ramen Kawanashi and find a person with no face. Yeah. Ramen Kawari. <laughs> <laughs> he really does have a face. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, that was it pretty much. Thank you so much again. And I'm going to okay. pause the recording. Thanks so much again to Ramen Kawanashi for coming on the podcast. The tip at the end was probably the best tip I've ever heard on this show. Please check out his YouTube channel. I'll link it up in the show notes and give him a follow on Instagram. He's at Ramen Kawanashi. Also, thank you very much to Backyard Ramen for coming on and translating again for us. Um, as always, she did a great job translating the Japanese to English, which is not the easiest thing to do, which is why I bring her on to do it. As always, you can follow me on Instagram at Way of Ramen. And if you would like to support this podcast, you can visit anchor.fm slash Way of Ramen to do so. You can also check out my YouTube channel by searching The Way of Ramen on YouTube. Still very much a beginner, but I'm documenting my progress and failures for everybody to see there. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. And I'll see you all in the next episode.